Well, you think having a 37-year-old? We're on to Cincinnati. It's nothing about the past, nothing about the future. It's right now we're preparing for Cincinnati. Okay. Is the, is the, do you feel like the talent you have here is good enough? We're getting ready for Cincinnati. we got to turn the page. I mean, we're going to sit there and talk about the Kansas City game for the rest of the season any more than we would talk about any of our big wins for day after day after day. You know, it's 24 hours after the game. you you got to move on. Will we be getting ready? Will we be moving on to a new home for Bill Belichick, the legendary coach of the New England Patriots? We are here to break it all down on the Sports Cubicle. It's Paul Shivari. I'm Mike Mercado. And this very earth-shattering news kind of came and went, but I don't think we can just pass by this week's edition of the Sports Cubicle without talking about it. This comes to us from Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston via Hayden Bird of Boston.com, who said on Monday that Rob Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, already made the decision to make a change after New England's Week 10 loss to the Colts and Frankfurt. Quote, when they came out of Germany, conversation I had that week made it very clear that a decision was made, Curran said. They were going to play out the string at the end of the year. There would be parting of ways for a variety of reasons. So Bill Belichick will finally, maybe, perhaps, be done with the New England Patriots and I mean I think the dynasty has been done for a long time especially after Tom Brady hoisted a Vince Lombardi trophy for another franchise but Paul you and I were talking about this before we started recording before I throw it to you on your thoughts of Bill Belichick with the Patriots whether you put some stock in this whether you think this might happen if you thought this day would happen I want to remind people Vince Lombardi didn't finish his career with the Green Bay Packers. No, he did with the Washington Redskins. There are plenty of head coaches that have not finished, the legendary, all-time great head coaches that did not finish their career. Mike Ditka the, and the New Orleans Saints. Shout out Ricky Williams. There is a lot of interesting that goes on with these coaches. I will say this much. I do think there is only one true team in contention to bring in Bill Belichick to give the keys to the franchise and entrust him. That is the newly owned Washington Commanders. But there are a lot of teams, including two fans of franchises that might need new head coaches that would perhaps give up the farm system for him. But a lot of philosophical thoughts about the modern day football and how Bill Belichick fits in it. Does your organization want him? Can it handle him? Are you comfortable enough to have that type of culture personality in your locker room? And I've always said this about Bill Belichick. He's always been so praised by people, but they've taken the wrong lessons from Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick wasn't a great coach because of those press conferences. Bill Belichick was a great coach because he knew how to get the best out of his players, and he adjusted his systems based off of the players he had on his roster. One year, they're throwing it over the top. The next year, they're screening you to death. One year, they're the best defense. One year, they're a team that gets by by scoring 50 points. He always adjusted his team, and I think we have seen the end of Bill Belichick in New England. But with all that, Paulie, your thoughts, you've been emotionally scarred by this man and his teams. <laughs> you have seen the dynasty grow, come and gone, and now you've seen the day where he's probably done in Foxborough, in Boston, and I think now it's an interesting time. Where are you at with this Bill Belichick story if by the time we hit 2024, he will be done with the New England Patriots? Well, you got to respect the legend. It's the end of an era. You know, much like Brady leaving the Patriots, this is kind of the final uh, nail in the coffin on the, the Patriots' legacy from the, the first 
quarter century. Um, yeah, I was thinking about this while we were talking about Belichick and you were setting that up with the press conference. It, I, I was thinking how long he's been there since the year 2000. I was in college when he became the coach. I remember Bill Belichick, uh, the Cleveland Browns, uh, Bill Belichick, and I was surprised that he got that gig right away. And I, and then I remember he was like the Jets. Well, it, was it was the Jets, right away, was but it? I didn't say yeah. But the, uh, he was with the uh, Big Tuna uh, in the with, New York yeah, with the with Giants. Bill, yeah, Bill, with the Giants, and then with the Jets yeah. as well. And then he was going to be the Jets coach himself for a day, but then that's where came he back left. and went to the. And I remember yeah. that uh, I think because that was. Uh, you know, somewhere around the time I was like a senior in high school going into to college or whatever that this all happened. I never thought that it would end up being what it was with Tom Brady and all the championships and all the success and all the great players that have come through and, and played for him. But while we were thinking about this, I thought about one thing. Who coached before him in New England? Oh, that's a great question. I have no idea who is the New England. So here's a hint. Patriots it's coach. a current NFL head coach. A current NFL head. Was it Pete Carroll? Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense because they have those weird parallel careers of like guys who didn't make it in their original teams and found yep. new homes for Pete uh, Carroll was going to college. And former Jets uh, yeah. coaches, I guess, technically, if you want to count Belichick as one. I guess amazing, they though. named him, but yeah. he never coached a single game. I think there's so much interesting in mind. We're talking about a 71-year-old who will be 72 by the time next season starts. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how much left he has in creativity. When you're seeing guys like Mike McDaniels, the coach of the Miami Dolphins. Which is a very, um, regardless of his future success or not, that is a very good example of what modern coaching, what like the next wave of coaching looks like. He's a total dork, no NFL experience whatsoever, played I think Ivy League yeah. ball as a wide receiver, does not look like a coach, doesn't talk like a coach, but has figured out a way to be successful with running offenses and running the Miami Dolphins. And think about it, like guys like Sean McVay, and Kyle Shanahan, yep. who have Matt Lafleur, who are like are these super All guys geniuses that came from the same tree, as yeah, exactly. Well. And there is something to that. And then you still have guys like Andy Reid, who is interesting to see has he kind of taken a step back because we know we like to blame Matt Nagy, but everybody knows no matter who the OC is for Kansas City, whether it's Bieniemy or Matt Nagy, Andy Reid is calling the plays. So it goes to show that you know. Andy Reid won't retire a Kansas City Chief head coach. He'll finish somewhere else as well. I, I think he'll retire a, a, a Chiefs head coach mainly because he is probably in poor health compared to Belichick. Comparative to? Yeah. Um, that, that's just, I mean, that's my assumption. I know that's terrible to say, but I, I think I think Andy Reid, um, especially with the success he's having late in his career, I think he'll, he'll end up with Kansas City probably leaving in the next few years and sunset his career there. Belichick, I think, has a realistic shot at chasing George Hallis and Don Shula for most wins. He needs 27 more wins to do it. I mean, he's going to be old by the end of it, um, but I think he's going to try and at least chase Hallis for a couple of years in Washington to get to number two. Uh, and, and maybe maybe if things are going successful in Washington, maybe in three or four years, he can probably get the, the 27 wins that he needs in order to uh, tie or pass Shula. That's assuming that the New England Patriots do not win another game this season. If they Even if they do that, that could factor in. All he has to do is, I think, coach probably like three or four seasons and he can get it. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's the only reason I could think that Belichick's career is going to last longer than Andy Reid's is just to chase the, the NFL history. Belichick is a big NFL history guy, so I could see him. I don't, I don't know if Belichick is egotistical, but I know he's a big history guy and that he's going to want to be somewhere on that list ahead of Hallis and Shula and only needing 27 wins at this point to do it. 
I think is is realistic and obtainable, and that's why I think Belichick will last longer than than Andy Reid in terms of age coaching into his career. As a Raiders fan, would you want Bill Belichick to come in and run the organization as not only the coach but as a GM? Because we do know Mark Davis will give him full control of that organization. Would you want that? I think now is not the right time, but under different circumstances, yes. I five mean, years yeah, ago. Yeah, five years ago, yes. Yeah. Uh, two mm-hmm. years ago when they ended up going with McDaniels, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1998 when they re- realistically were looking at him, yeah. yes. But right now that would be a little weird. I think that all depends on what Bill Belichick wants to do. Yeah. If Belichick really wants to like stop coaching and just be a GM for these next few years, then maybe. But mm-hmm. at the same time, why would you invest in a 71-year-old GM? Right. I think I would rather have him be a coach, but wherever he goes, he's going to have full control. I think you're right on with Washington, but yeah, Washington, Carolina, Chicago, Las Vegas, Los Angeles Chargers. There's a lot of a lot of places on the table right now where he realistically could be coaching. But I think like the odds-on favorite has got to be Washington because uh, I think they'll give him the most control. And I think that franchise needs a hard reset that a coach like that could give them, regardless of the successor or not. You know, it might be like John Fox with the Bears, where total rebuild mode, and he's just kind of the right guy to to bring these players into the league. Um, but I think for Bill Belichick, I think wants to get into a winning situation, probably wants to give it a good three to five years, and wants to pass Don Shula for all-time wins. So I think for the Bears, this is a scenario where, just like the Raiders and a lot of different teams, if it were a few years back, you'd be all in on it. I do think... Ryan Poles is coming back as general manager of the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. I do think Kevin Warren does have some form of faith in Ryan Poles. Just like Jim Harbaugh, you can't bring in somebody like Bill Belichick when you have a GM that is not as established as Ryan Poles is not. He is not one of these top-tier guys that has won multiple conferences, multiple divisions. You know, you won't see Bill Belichick go to, I don't know, Baltimore and say, I'm taking over this whole thing. It's like, no, we have a good thing going. Same thing in Pittsburgh, right? Like, they have this organizational structured in a way in which it all goes down. The Bears cannot afford to bring in this type of guy. That's why they'll go after an offensive coordinator or somebody who doesn't have the tape, the same type of Swing. And there's a reason why the Bears have never hired a coach of that caliber to begin with, because they are scared of that type of person, that type of personality taking over Hallis Hall. So while it's an opening, I do think the Bears are definitely more of a far shot of even being in the conversation with Bill Belichick. But everybody needs to turn that rock. Yeah, but I I think the Bears are a different organization than most situations just because of the you know the the legacy franchise the old ownership yeah. the the weird sort of imbalance right now Papa you know, Bear yeah and you know and it's like you already have Kevin Warren trying to right the ship and and be the the most consistent part of that franchise I don't think they need a Belichick right no. now to provide consistency and I think that would kind of deter from some of the things that they're trying to build there it, it's yeah. the same thing I think Vegas is a better situation but I think it's similar to what yeah. the Bears have where yeah it'd be a good fit but it's not the right it's fit. not the right fit not right but, now but, not what you're trying to do and and of course there might be some out of town stupid with us with Washington but it just seems like it's a way better you okay, know especially because so, they're moving on from Ron Rivera I don't know about Carolina what's going on in that situation so it seems to me if you're looking at why Washington seems to be the right answer it's a it's obviously still in the east coast yeah they're gonna have the new stadium all that they have new ownership the, the that can legacy franchise yeah and it just seems to be one of those things where it where there's smoke there's fire mm-hmm. and Washington keeps coming up but we are in a new day 
We are in a new day, a new age, and Bill Belichick won't be roaming the sideline of Foxborough of Gillette Stadium. It will be a different stadium when kickoff of September 2024 happens. And that in itself is going to be a mind trip. So I'm fascinated to see what that was. I mean, just as much as it was crazy to see the number 12 jersey in Central Florida wearing a weird red and gold and cannonballs of a pirate ship and not of revolutionary soldiers going on. As weird as that was for Tom Brady, it'll be just as weird watching Bill Belichick with a sleeveless commander's sweater. But we want <laughs> to know. Titans jersey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We want to know your thoughts. We're on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. Leave us a comment down below if you're watching us on YouTube at the Sports Cubicle Sports from the Couch. We're on Spotify and wherever you get your favorite podcast at WCPT820, Heartland Radio Signal.com, and of course, everywhere else at Sports from the Couch. He's Paul Shivari. I'm Mike Mercado. We got more coming up next here on the Sports Cubicle.